There's a, a great example. Australia put in, in place some very strict gun laws. The homicide via guns. Feel better? Wait, I hate hummus too. And I would never advocate <laughs> killing you don't kill because of hummus. <laughs> we were a little tired tonight, so we feel better now. <laughs> I came so close, <laughs> some so close to watching Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, I, I turned it off. Did you say Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wolf. Thanks, Brolf. Brolf. <laughs> <laughs> that movie sucked. It was really? good for a while. I'm sorry. For three hours, I was completely just, entertained. It went too long. It was, a, it was the no. same thing. I got bored when he was doing. How many times? Did, ass. I was gonna say how many times Have you done did you that, see though? a hooker coking and but. <laughs> well, it was a true story. Eighty-nine percent. I saw. I actually saw his real documentary, and then saw that movie, and I was blown away by the literally. So it was, he. So was he. yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. It was inappropriate. I'm it, sorry. I had my six-year-old watch it with me. <laughs> oh, maybe this is a different sort of podcast. Maybe you should talk about that. Maybe yeah. this is an intervention. <laughs> yeah. Scott Weiland died. Yeah. yeah. Who? Are we starting this thing? The front it's, man for STP. It's been going. Yeah. He did die. <laughs> Almost every episode, somebody's like, are we going? Yeah. Which is good. So it's did all right. They, did they say it was a drug overdose? Or they haven't said yet. Stopped? They haven't or said yet. He's, yeah. He just passed away. They arrested like. one of his band members for possession of a small amount of cocaine. And what band so- is he in now? Or was he in? Scott Weiland in the Weilandators? Or Wildabouts. Wildabouts. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cute. Never heard of him. Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, Walker. Oh, yeah. That singer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brandon. Scott Weiland is so big. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Um, no, he was in Minnesota. Was he? Yeah, that's where. That's where he's from. No, that's where. No, he's from like. Was that on the tour bus? That's where the tour was. They were oh. in Minnesota when he died. So that Don't was an appropriate know. accent for him. Yeah. Don't you know? Well, he, were they in Thief <laughs> River Falls? No. No? Something with a B. Blue. Oh, there's a lake Bismarck, nearby. North there's Minnesota? No, that makes sense. Bloomington? Uh, yes. That's Indiana. Oh. Right. Well, I'm sure there's multiple Bloomington. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Nope. Nowhere one. else in the world will you find a Bloomington except in Indiana. Is that? And in some malls. Well, this is something people would want <laughs> to listen Bloomingdale's. to. Bloomingdale's. Same difference. You just make up whatever you want. It's called Fox News. So, Russell. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Whoa, 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 whoa. Or any news. Or CNBC. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> All network news sucks. It sucks ass. Can I get an amen? But before we get to that, Rusty, Russell, the muscle, um, how how do you feel about that? Should this we guy, introduce who, the, who we are? No, we'll get there. Everybody figures it out. Yeah. Being You're very a, rigid right now, being Zach. Being a former... Whoa. 90%. Am I, am I stiff? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll loosen up. Deep breath. But uh, being a singer who copied, I mean, uh, borrowed and made better, maybe in some ways? Well, I didn't die yet. Yeah, that's true. You're not quite as old who, as he is, so... Who copied his onstage presence? Yeah, well, I mean... There's a lot of dancing like that. Like matrixy type of, kind of, but just not as flexible. 
McJaggery. Well, I mean, you're yeah. flexible, but well, not, not maybe like not that like prime, yeah. Live, yeah. One might say, yeah. Well, it is it, to answer Zach's question. That I can perform the dances in a little while if you'd like. A couple more beers, and we'll, we'll get in there. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I was sad. I mean, it was, I got that, uh, text from Zach last night and it, uh, it was, it was a bummer to, for me because the guy did influence me quite a bit in one point in my life. So, you know, vocally and, you know, substance. And the band too. Substance. Oh, we'll what get to substances. What about, what about pelvically? Pelvically, um, I felt that I was more endowed, but other than oh. that. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as dancing and feeling it, yeah, I mean, there was there was that, but it, yeah, I, yeah, he I had similar. I mean, he had the same influences that I did. I mean, before I ever, before a guy named Wayne walked into a, uh, one of our rehearsals one time, and that's when it started. Is after we performed a song, uh, he goes, "Oh man, you guys are like STP and Rusty. You're just like Scott Weiland." And then that was the hook for me. I was like, "Oh." All right, and I'm going to learn everything about this guy. Well, you know, he liked Mick Jagger. I liked Mick Jagger. He liked, you know, Jim Morrison. I like Jim Morrison. You know, it, it just went on and on as far as that goes. So, yeah, I mean, it, I've, I've been bummed. And you can't help it. Everybody has has their influences that come out, and it's a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My You're influence would be Roy Orbison. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. You get the look. Yeah. Well, my glasses. glasses. Yeah. We need the glasses. Yeah. I'll work on that. Mm. But the band, I mean, that that's that was our wheelhouse. Yeah. In in high school. I graduated in 97, which is about 15, 20 years after Jeff. That's okay though, Jeff. <laughs> You're back okay. This moment brought to you by Propecia. But such good songwriters. I mean, the the chord, the chords, and even instead of just playing ramp, like a <laughs> simple G, it would always be a G with some extra flavor on it. Um, they, <laughs> That's they, my favorite kind of G. Yeah, it's the best G. So it was sad. Yeah, I, I remember when he got kicked out of Velvet Revolver. Slash, saying he's just at a different point in his recovery than the rest of us. Well, the bummer. <laughs> that, that was his quote. That's an exact quote from Slash. He's just at a different point in his recovery than the rest of us. Well, the bummer was they were all doing drugs at that point. Again, except for the rhythm guitar player. But yeah. all those guys backslid during that period. And, you know, I think a lot of the times, even in when Scott was in, not you, but the other one, yeah. When he was in Stone Temple Pilots, those guys were all doing drugs too, but because he was honest about it and more in the public view and getting busted, that it was easy to... How did those, those guys not get busted? And I know they were all doing it. Yeah. Because nobody know. recognizes them. Exactly. You know, when you're that flamboyant and you're out in the front and you're crashing your Mercedes or your BMW into parked cars on the Sunset Strip... That you know tends to draw a little bit of attention. Definitely. That's well, that's great. That's what Jim Morrison did. Yeah. That's what he was, yeah. We should go do this in the cave in Jim Morrison's <clears throat> cave. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys to come to my cave. Is this a euphemism? Ninety-one percent. Well, we should start so over. And the go clubhouse back is finished, but I think it would give off too much of a maybe an echo. Uh, 
inside the clubhouse. It's got some exciting features, though. Like it's a huge cavern? What are we talking about? It's a about? cave. I built something. <laughs> I Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of scared, Where? though. But it's in his I backyard. feel like I need to have our Bros, Bibles, and Beers podcast at least once in my cave. How like, often do you trim? Do you cut your backyard? They call that a remote. I haven't yeah. cut my yard in years. We'll do a live show. Let's do a live show. And actually, if you were here, set up and they can with all the call watch. In, we can have a it, Skype call in. If yeah. you were here, you could see that Jeff, Jeff hasn't trimmed him, his cave in years. Him too. <laughs> One more drink, Rusty. I've been drinking since seven. Okay. Now, we all know that. We definitely. So, it was Friday. I had a meeting. It's a fourteen-hour danger. This would be an appropriate time to introduce Rus- Rusty. Russell Romich, what do you do? Now or then? yes, now I've, I've retired from the music industry and I uh, drink beer at seven in the morning and get paid for it. Yeah, that's good. So that's beer distributor. Yeah, distributor. Distributor. Who do you, you got to do it tonight? I don't. Who do you represent? Uh, we have lots of brands. I don't know if legally I could uh, discuss that on air. Well, who do you work for? A Cra- beer? Craft Beer Guild of Los Angeles, a Sheehan family so it's, company. It's probably public knowledge, right? Yeah. They, yeah so if, name if, some if, brands. Bell's, Left Hand, Fig Mountain, Knee Deep. So we won't mention that you're drinking Stone tonight exclusively. Actually, this is a pine drop uh, from Deschutes. Oh, that's what we had the other night. That's what you nice. brought. Deschutes you. has asked me to nice. work for them a couple That's pretty times, good. So. That pine drop is pretty good. It is. Yeah. 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 Solid. Very passable. Twelve ninety nine a six-pack, though, on sale. No. They haven't sold out yet, like... Uh, everyone? Everyone else, though. Yeah. Lagunitas, Palace Point. Yeah, so... Uh, St. Archer. How all, all those big beer buyouts? How? I, I guess it's not fine. It's not approved totally yet, right? Well, that's the, oh, no, that's the big merger. The the smaller ones are all right, but the one that would make building. it like what was it eighty percent? So was it uh, Miller Coors or yeah, uh, so InBev? InBev Budweiser or InBev <clears throat> gonna buy Miller Coors, but they can't. So. Molson Coors is going to buy Miller Coors. That way it becomes a Canadian company and then they can merge with InBev, and be, who's a Brazilian company, if I'm not mistaken. And yep. boom. Monopoly. InBev's Brazilian? I thought they were Can't, like uh, Bel- Belgium or... Yeah, no, it's escape Nazis. You're thinking of the, uh, the... What's the one that, that owns all the... Diageo. They own all the, the different hard liquors. No, the escaped yeah. Nazis went to NASA. I thought they went to Argentina. South Africa. Well, well, no. yeah, you didn't let him finish, guys. Uh, Operation Paperclip, have you heard of it? Yeah. No, the, they weren't escaped. We actually... Von Braun? We took them. I mean, come on. Anyway. Jeff? Is that a movie? Von Braun? No, it's real life. I don't really work in real life. No, just the public school no, system. It's clearly been established that the school teacher does not know how to teach and doesn't care. <coughs> He's been staying up till 3 a.m. every morning watching Amazon Prime movies. Eye guzzling? That's what, it's called eye guzzling. You oh. just sit there and suck in content for hours upon hours. Eye guzzling. Nice. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. I'm a heck of a school teacher. I'm here to defend myself. Somebody give me a beer. Is that what the union told you to say? Yeah. Here, where's your beer? <laughs> no. 
What do you want? I already drank it. What do you want? I'm on a one max for the week. No, you're not. Not tonight. Me this too. This is bros, Bibles, and beer. And beer. sometimes Buddhists. Do we have a Buddhist today? That is funny. When I first did the podcast, it was mislabeled, and <laughs> we made the new and noteworthy section of Buddhism, <laughs> and that was with zero subscribers, so that shows you <laughs> how the podcasting, the podcasting uh, quality of Buddhism podcasts, because I, I guess technically they're not supposed to care about like that podcasting microphone stuff. It's all stuff you're kind of supposed to let go and not care about, right? So it right. makes sense that they don't podcast. So now we're trying to um, trying to get there with the uh, Christians. Aren't we supposed to do the same thing as Christians, though? Not worry? What do Christians do? <clears throat> there might be a difference between not worrying and not caring. Um, no, be anxious for nothing. Well, I mean... <laughs> what verse is that, Scott? Come on. Yeah. Maccabees? Yeah, 1st Maccabees, 22. 2nd Hezekiah. 21. 2nd Scooterlicious. <laughs> 84% of the time, all the time. All right. This has been great, guys. See you later. I appreciate your time. <laughs> so where, somebody got shot. Where, yeah, where were um, you Where were you on Wednesday at about 11 a.m.? Well, I wasn't in a black SUV carrying yeah. assault rifles that were purchased legally and then modified and... Uh, Used to kill a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Chris is not an NRA advocate. Thank you. <laughs> well, do we know that's, that yet? That's going to come across really loud. What do you... These people have no idea who I am yet. He's a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow him on Twitter. It just hurts. Was was actually? Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> Wait. I was thinking about you. Chris, today when I was taking a shower, eighty-nine percent. No, that's speaking of, long, <laughs> speaking of long gun, <laughs> Zach. All right, so this is where the bros come in. Speaking of which, <laughs> so you're but you're Chris, in the shower thinking of yeah, me, thinking about you and your your background and how much. I don't know a whole lot about you, but but I know that you have changed because uh, you joined you you served. Is mm-hmm. you a waiter? Uh, I was at at TGI Friday, so I wore flair and everything. Nice. Yes. Before I served, I served. (laughs) Okay, so we have two veterans. I was in the Army. There's the show open. Oh, Army? Come on. So were you. You were in in the Air Force. So listening to this going forward, we know we have two veterans to back us up in all the extreme opinions well, that we're going to have. Zach and I did a USO tour. Yeah, so we had higher rank than all the other people that were actually doing the work. That's cute. Which is fine. No, it was awesome. But Chris, you voted for Bush twice. I don't like to admit it, but yes. You voted for Bush twice I'm... and you served... Why, why did you join the army? <clears throat> When I well, I joined the army when I was seventeen. Um, was it legal reasons? No. Okay. It was because I I got an ultimatum. I was either going to go get kicked out of my house or join the army. So, join the army. It worked well for me. Was that post nine eleven? No, it was in uh, 
I'm going to date myself here, but that was in 1992. But you look so good yeah, you for did, whatever. Yeah. 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 Fish oil? Fish oil. Vitamin E? Lots of fish oil, lots of vitamin E, lots of do potion. Do you topically apply the vitamin E? I do. Okay. Yeah. Mostly Orally south of the border. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just, how old are you? Huh? Are we the same age? I think, I think I'm older by a year and So who's two. older than who? They don't know who we are. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was born in 80. Oh, yeah, I was 81. So was my wife. Who's wife? Uh, so was my, my wife. wife. If Jeff hadn't shown up, I'd be the oldest one here. Wait, how old is Jeff? 69. That's what he... Never mind. <laughs> this moment brought to you by Good Times. So you joined you joined in ninety two? I joined in ninety two, straight out of high school, seventeen years old, didn't turn eighteen until I straight out of Compton. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie yet, want to. Um, served as a, as a thirteen mic launching rockets out of boxes. So is that MLRS. A, what's that? MLRS. What's that? Looks like a tank, has a box on the back, turns to the side. Wait, were you a mortar you were a mortar? Artillery. Artillery. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I served for that. Three years and do, you, did, do they do inf, do they go infantry and then that? No, no, that's oh, the sure. Marines are the only ones that are they all train infantry. Yeah, but because I know like the mortars, no, the, the mortar first. teams, I think do infantry and then mortar school maybe. No, yeah, no. The, but that's all infantry. Okay. okay, so artillery is you go straight to artillery and, uh, and then there's guns which are like the, the big cannons, the one five five millimeters and that type of thing, and then there's the the rocket side of it, which is what I did. And yeah, I spent three years, half of it in Oklahoma, half of it in Germany, and then got out and then became a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> so Fort Fort Sill? Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Yes, sir. Okay. Never, never, never went there. No, you wouldn't want to either. No, probably not. It was really flat and brown. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the land, I have, right? I have a story about that, too. Yeah. So I was asking because what, what you're going to talk about coming up... We're, and we're going to talk about guns and terrorism and all that stuff. All right. Um, <laughs> fun stuff. <laughs> Are you like the uh, the 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 he's, comic relief for the he's for the, at the moment? Yeah, he's not usually, hype. but he's on he's on a terror. He's okay. the hype guy. Let him go. So you voted for Bush twice, and then you voted for. I, a... I actually worked on the Dole campaign. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I was uh, I volunteered for the Dole campaign. I was hardcore in you college. Was, you were his left. I was right hand man, left hand man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He and I were tight. Me and the Bobo. I used to put the pen in his hand. <laughs> Shut the front door. I don't. I don't believe you. He held it. He held his Dole so he could go pee. Yeah. <laughs> I worked his worked his campaign. I volunteered. I, it was you know little things, I, mailers that type of thing and. Then I got to stand close to the stage at his rally in Covina. Um, and all throughout college, I was really right-wing, hardcore, conservative. and Before the devil got to you. Before the devil got to me. Yeah. Yeah. It happened. Went and became a cop after that. Stayed a right-wing conservative. Um, and did then you, I woke up. Did you beat people up? Frequently. He still beats people up. What? Where were you a cop? Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa. Oh, oh he no. Didn't, and he, well. didn't, he gave people tickets. <laughs> yeah. 
Nice. I know <clears> someone <throat> who's a cop now in Costa Mesa. We'll yeah. talk about that afterwards. Yeah. Some good beer in Costa Mesa. Yeah. There is. Which Barley is Forge. Barley Forge? Yeah. The Barley Forge. I know that guy, too. He's a trial lawyer. Really? Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> he was my friend's ex-partner. His name is Greg Nylon, and the uh, the guy, my friend, is Greg Wong. So a couple of Gregs. Mm, nice. Now Shout out to Gregs. And Barley Forge. Brought to you by Barley Forge. I do that. Shut up. Oh, sorry. Can you... <laughs> I was going to say, you could go to High Times, too, and get almost anything you want in beer. Uh, really yeah. Good. So, Anyhow. after that, being a Republican for a long time... Well, we don't need winger or yeah. I'm trying to contrast because you've shifted a lot, which I appreciate because I've done a lot of shifting myself. Um, but I've never voted for a Democrat. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> too far there. Well, so I, it was. It, I can't pinpoint how or why it happened. Why I started to move away from. I, I think the in a lot of ways the party started to move away from me. And, yeah, very deep than that. I like that. But it was, uh, I, I think things started to move away from common sense. And I, the only way that I can, the only thing I can pinpoint there is as we started to get more connected as a society, and there's so much, from, and I work in technology, but... Is that what you're talking, when you say connected, that's what... You're talking about socially, okay. And, yeah, gotcha. Not like with the mom. We started creating echo chambers around ourselves. So instead of being informed citizens, now all of a sudden we just decided to create our own echo chamber and say, "This is what I believe," and I'm going to find news sources that reinforce these things and continue to drive me down the rabbit hole of whatever paranoia I might have. And I think it's segmented our society in a way that's really unhealthy and. Yeah. I think we're losing common sense, and particularly on the the, the right. For me, uh, common sense seems to have been almost completely abandoned. So, you, do you you don't see the same aspects from the left that you do at the right? Are you are you more sensitive maybe towards? I, I might be maybe coming off of being kind of on the right, maybe feeling a little bit disillusioned. I mean, you said you didn't really know. There wasn't a specific moment that you saw that triggered it. It was probably like a steady thing. And then before you knew it, you... Uh... Yeah, it, I mean, I think that's probably a good insight. How's but hope I and also... change work for you? Hmm? Has the hope and change worked for you so far? I would, I would not classify Obama as a bad president at all. Fair I think enough. he's made... Uh, he's done a lot with what he has. Um but that whole what I talked about initially that siloed effect that we have <laughs> Scott it looks like Scott ate a lemon <laughs> that's, why, that's why I scooted back but I want I wanted to eventually segue into the terrorist attack and how the narrative is definitely on guns and I think Obama does want to do something with guns even if it's not as crazy as as uh, the NRA would have everybody believe, just to have in his legacy that he had, he did something, and that that's kind of what the news is shaping this terrorist attack in the in the form of uh, the guns. But that, I, I think if we start breaking it down and we look at the 
you look at any of these big political issues now and follow the money, you go back, you look at the NRA, and they don't really give a shit about your guns. They give a shit about making money. So they're a lobbyist group for gun manufacturers who want to make more money. The way that they make more money is to sell more guns. The way you sell more guns is to limit restrictions on them. It's to cause terrorist attacks that makes Obama say he's going to take away your guns, then everybody goes to the store to buy guns. I don't think I went quite that far, but... It makes sense, though. I'm not going to take the, t- the, no, that, the conspiracy theorist side of this. That's thing. what happens. That, that was common sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but seriously, an effect of Obama talking about... You know, having common sense approach in air quotes. That's that's his words. The right freaks out. The NRA freaks out. And gun sales and ammo is through the roof. So if you follow but, the money, it's like yeah. The the gun companies are like, mm, this is good. Oh, absolutely. Let's, let's have a, an enemy out there. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's good for business. It's so, like, but the same event that is causing. Maybe people on the left to say we need more gun control is causing people wherever they are, on the left or the right, wherever they fall, to run out and buy more guns. Yeah, there's many people on the left buying because of the potential political consequences or legal restrictions coming up, which is not necessarily because one of the so what the NRA likes to tout this the statistics there are there's a higher level of gun ownership now than there was, than there has been at any point in history. Well, the fact of the matter is, we actually have a, from 1972 to now, we're actually about 10% lower per capita on gun ownership, but There's more the people. people who own, no, the people who own the guns own more guns. So the average gun owner now owns 7.9 guns. That's a lot of freaking guns. I'm way below average. Yeah, yeah I got so, to step my game up. Exactly. So that's so fewer people gun. own guns. This is as, a, as a society. Fewer people own guns, but the people who do own guns own more of them. So there are more guns out there. And here's a here's a little fun fact for you guys. While you're looking that up, I'd just like to segue or actually side note into marriage divorce. Uh, <laughs> That should be that should be part of like gun owners, like gun owners. No, like Did, gun yeah. owners. Shut up, Scott. Yeah. Hey, don't shoot me. Yeah. Do you own a gun? <laughs> Do you own a gun? Put no, it away. I don't. Well, you you better you better go get one before Obama takes your rights People away. People who get divorced get divorced again. It's like the gun owners. Ah. Okay. There's I, I, okay. I get it. Keep get going. It. And uh. then the percentages go up on divorce. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, look at all the people buying guns. It's the same people buying guns. The guy who's got divorced. No. People that oh. buy guns stay together. <laughs> you can look that up. Because they have a common enemy. Nothing, nothing holds oh, <laughs> nothing holds a marriage together than a common enemy. Yeah. Let me just go to the statistic I was going to go to real quick. And okay. then we'll, we'll move First of all, this. would you show them your yellow screen? Just, just show them your yellow screen. I just want them to see the yellow screen. Lots of guns. Thank you. Oh, it's a yellow that, screen. That is a great with pictures draft. of pistols and uh, assault rifles. Oh, okay, assault rifles. Those are, that's an M4, I think. Yeah. So there's some sawed-offs right there. So let me just my faves. If you were to guess the number of guns per person in America relative to the number of guns that are 
that are owned in use by military and police force together. What would you say the ratio is in that? I've already, I'm already wait, lost. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying the total amount of guns used by the police? Private ownership versus Private ownership police. versus government, government entities. How about two to one? Anybody else? I, I still don't understand the question. So how? So if you were to take That's the beard. total... It doesn't matter. Give us the answer. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead. Three to Seven, one. 79 to one. Oh, yeah, that's oh. awesome. Freedom! Freedom! Murder, <laughs> baby. Well, that's yeah, that, that, that's is, that a, is that counting? I mean, you, you got to separate the guns then. You got to say, okay, the tactical weapons that the military and the one police h- have versus, you know, the sh- double barrel shotgun from, you know, the 1800s. 114 million handguns. Yeah, but do 110, those work? 110 million rifles. No, I, well, I mean, well, it's, there's antique guns. So you own a gun, it could well, be an antique gun that can't be fired. But, yeah, but it's, it's almost, a shit ton more. Let's just, yeah, if we just take it as... Right, the, let's just own. assume it's half the number. Just, it's still just, 40 to 1. But does the government... I could, own, I could own 50 guns, and does that, is that a problem? Probably not. It depends on who you are. I'm, I not, think, I'm not self-radicalized yet. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been triggered. So... <laughs> But not an <laughs> monarch butterfly tramp stamp though, so who knows what that means? That is unrelated to guns. It's personal, Rusty. Sorry, but do you think we should have more guns than the military? No. Why not? Okay, let's be really let's be real about this for is a this, second. Wait a second. Is this we common sense? No. You, let's, There's a lot of uh, if we, taglines here. You were in the military. If the military, first of all, if the president decided to say, military, you go after and you collect everybody's guns. Right. That's not going to happen. Nobody's going to come over and, and take Merck's guns. Do you think... In, in, wait, hold on. Hold on. In, in an ideal world, in, in your world, do you Definitely. think my world. that should happen? Like, like not... Obviously, the toothpaste is out of the toothpaste okay. jar or whatever. The do thing I, is. Do I think people should own uh, assault rifles? Did you say white people? That's not what I asked. I just said the guns. Do you think the guns should go? No, I don't think all private, guns should go. Fr- private gun, gun owners. I don't think all guns should go. But I do not. I don't see we a reason why friends. a private citizen needs an assault rifle. Why do you need an assault rifle when the only the only purpose for an assault rifle, literally, is to kill as many people as quickly as possible? That's what they were designed to do. They're not. You can't go hunting with an assault rifle. They suck. Uh, you actually you can well if you want to blow away bunnies and yeah. you know, incinerate them but varmints yeah right. I mean that's just good old fun right yeah that's you know, Cletus <laughs> grew up but in Nebraska I mean that's just good old fun but is that assault rifle was was it it's in the name I represent Nebraska it was designed to Boom. kill as many people as efficiently as possible but that's almost so was the time I I agree with you I mean. There, there's a line. What terrorist dropped the bomb? Oh goodness! Family's coming up. <clears throat> Can we pause? Come this? on in. We gave it the office. <laughs> Kids come home. Ruin it. <laughs> Hurry, grab an AK-47. <laughs> Speaking of home invasions, what's up, girls? Oh, say hi to the world. Hitting. Hi, people. Hi, people. State your name and your purpose. Oh my goodness. Well, they give you a name, rank, and serial number. So I see oh you've talked to them about projecting. <laughs> All right, little citizens. Go upstairs no. and brush your teeth. No. 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 That's 
Below the belt. <laughs> she just started punching me below the belt. Good grief. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Go brush your teeth. Love you. This is a violent family. Yeah. So they already own guns. Speaking of guns. <laughs> and we're back with assault rifles. <laughs> I mean, just to say, why do people need them? Is that a good enough reason to need to outlaw them? And how about, how about if like we start looking at the, the, the larger statistics and we say, all right, the rate of gun deaths per 100,000 is much higher. And this is gun deaths. We're not talking about murder, homicides. A lot of these deaths... Homicides? Homicides. <laughs> 95%. Um, how, how did I increase <laughs> in my alleged gayness based on you guys? What is a gayness? We don't Some, know. We'll tell you later. Guy, Every time the percentage you. goes up. We don't know what he's talking about. It's arbitrary. Um, <laughs> but if you look at Gunda, and, and this is, we're not talking about homicide rates, we're not talking about... We're not you want me okay. It okay. just rolls off the tongue. Wait, when you were a police officer, you like there's been a homosider. <laughs> it depends on what the victim's wearing. <laughs> there's a lot of homosides here. What, what part of Costa Mesa it was in? The left side. Strong uh, side. I, homicide. I, I, the the homicide rate. <laughs> That better? You want me to do an accent? I get you. I mean, I. I... So the, the the rate of gun deaths, <laughs> but the actual stats I feel like are Murder. a distraction from probably a bigger problem. Like if you if you get rid of the big guns, does that fix the problems that no. are causing these outbreaks? I feel like it's kind no, of a band aid. It, it doesn't. But if you look at there, there is a a correlation here. There's a serious causation correlation. And correlation doesn't always mean equal causation, but in this case, if you what? go, you look. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. You look through around the world as gun ownership drops, the rate of gun deaths drops. Doesn't well, necessarily that mean sense. that the uh... murder rates drop. It means that because well, if... so in in Australia, that's there's a, a great example. Australia put in in place some very strict gun laws. The homicide via guns. Feel drop. better? Wait, I hate hummus too. And I would never advocate killing. You don't kill because of hummus. All right. How how would you propose I pronounce this word? Murder. I just say murder. Okay. Or, this or murder. Homicide? The murder rate. The gun murder rate. Did Man. not. It it. The the murder rate did not drop. Significant. It did drop, but not significantly. But gun deaths dropped significantly. So we start talking about suicide, because most suicides. So this is where guns become really, really problematic. Is if you have a gun and you attempt suicide, guess what you're probably going to do? Succeed. Now, if you're good. Now, did the did the suicide? Yeah, if you're a good shot. Did the, the suicide rate go down? The suicide rate. Dropped dramatically. The successful suicide rate. Okay, but the, the okay the attempted well, suicide attempted rate sui attempted suicide okay. rate doesn't change because people who are who are going to attempt to kill themselves are going to try it with pills. They're going to try it with but you never get those statistics. 
You well, do. but even then, no, that's not really. I think you have to yeah, report Australia it. has, it's very you well documented. You probably have to report, if someone goes to the hospital, they probably have to report certain attempts. That's not what I mean. Yeah, but the statistics, Explain what you mean, because it's. A, I know what you mean. It's right. Somebody's valid. at home is like, I'm offing myself right now, and then they don't. That's not. They what, were going to. That's but not what a homo homo side means. <laughs> the same side. No, we're talking about suicide. No, we're talking about suicide, attempted suicides that are reported or that exactly they get into the system. What about right? So which, is ske- which skews the statistics, and what are the statistics it? for anyway? But, what are they for anyway? And how no, are they that used? That doesn't change. And then people that are going to kill people or people that are going to kill themselves with or without guns are going to do it. If we don't have any no, they're guns... No, tr- they're going to try to do they're it. They're going to try to do it. That's, that's, that's the, no, the difference. They're a, going to do it. No, that is the huge distinction if, that was made. And I, I don't have the exact number sitting in front of me. There is a huge difference in the number of successful suicides that have occurred well, in Australia. Those are just people calling out for help because... If you're going to kill yourself, you're going to kill yourself. If you're no, hang they, yourself, that's, you're that's what I'm saying. They, 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 yeah. they don't kill themselves. They wind up attempting suicide. So we have more they get help. people in the world. Well, that, that's that the point. I, so I now think all this go. stuff is a distraction from the fact that all these people are are broken. Oh. And, and it's... it's Thank um, you. The gun aspect, like the guns... Ultimately, are not the problem. Right. They they can be in certain specific instances, but um, ultimately, there's something deeper going on. There is something in America. I mean, guns are sacred in America, and I I'm a gun owner. I am a member of the NRA, um, which sometimes I regret because they they just they're in the fear profiteer range. Um, well, and, we get back to brokenness. Yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, brokenness. That's we're we're, we're covering up. Actually, we're arguing about like band aids and and trying to make quick fixes and reactive fixes that aren't actually going to solve the prop. Like what is going on with people? But let's talk about about brokenness too. Yeah. So if you're broken, if you're struggling, and you feel, and I mean, hell. Like, I know I've been. I don't. I don't know if I've ever been to a point in my life where I've wanted to kill myself. Not I haven't, like that. I haven't been too. I've, I've been a few guns. degrees off of that. <laughs> when you're feeling low, you just look in the mirror. Oh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm good. Wait a second. I'm extraordinarily handsome. <laughs> and my hair is perfect. I got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> But if, yeah. if you get to that point and you have a zero-sum device in your hand and you decide, okay, I'm going to try this, there's not a whole lot of – you're probably yeah. not going to fail. The margin for error is less than yes. pills. If I or, take pills, I mean being an ex-cop, another thing. Yeah. Or you cut yourself and you, you see the blood and you, oh my god, what have I done? And you make the call and somebody comes to mm-hmm. – you don't get that second chance with the gun. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Lost, I think, is is bathtub hair dryer. It's kind of gone out of fashion. Mm, yeah, because of the GFI. But that's all. But the that's GFI the same. Trips. Oh, that's right. That's the same thing that we're talking about with with domestic domestic murders. <laughs> I can't even say homicide anymore. I can't. I, I don't even know how. To... So oh. same so sex domestic, marriages domestic, have increased the domestic homicides. Domestic, <laughs> domestic violence situations that result in murder. 
if you're going to get into a situation and you've got a gun in the house, you pull out a gun, it's a zero-sum game. You point the gun, you shoot it, oh shit, it's over. Yeah. If I, if it turns into a beating, maybe there's hope. Right. Maybe you can wreck, maybe there's a way to, to take that brokenness out. But yeah. if you if you have a device that's going to end everything in a split second, there's no walking back from that. Especially if you, if you're generally broken people too are on SSRIs and antidepressants. Is that's that, is serot- selective serotonin, serotonin uptake re- re- inhibitors. inhibitors. I said it first. <laughs> it's not even Googled. But Boom. All the side effects on, on those are suicide. Like, talk to your doctor if you have suicidal thoughts. Something right. that's supposed to fix that has a side effect. Well, I could. And most of the people that are depressed and kill themselves are probably on those things. And we're talking about mind-altering drugs. That's a whole other uh, aspect to this um, that is just... It is depressing when you really think about... Sure, mental all health the, is a huge All the moving parts. Um, so, good, we <clears throat> fixed that. It's, but does that... Would that... Say though, as a society, we need to get rid of guns. I'm not. I, because, I'm not saying we need so to get rid of guns. I think okay. we don't because there seems to be I'm a not, lot I, of crazy people out there. But that's, what if they, we need to protect ourselves yeah. from crazy people that might have guns. Exactly. So, so what, if, what if we're talking about the? Uh, let's break this down even Brilliant. further and say it's not guns, but everything that we're talking about here is fear mongering. Yeah. So we get into we're afraid of people taking our guns. People who have guns are afraid of people coming and breaking into our houses and and doing bad things to us. People are afraid to say anything if somebody cuts them, you know, cuts in front of them in line. Nowadays, people are afraid in general. Fear is that's the baseline for our society these days. That's why it sells. That's why Donald Trump is what he is today because he's selling fear. It's what it's it's what Fox News does best. Yeah. I mean, definitely real, a lot more real estate than fear. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> Maybe he scares people into buying his stuff. His hair is scary. Actually, it does look like a fox we could turn this Where are we thing. going? What are we, what are we supposed well, to Where fear? are we heading? Well, Ring us back in, Jeffrey. Well, we're talking about... We're not... Assault I, rifles. Well, we're talking... Because the, the, narrative, the narrative coming off these... Lat, like Paris and America, uh, San Bernardino terrorist attack is focusing on the guns and i i feel like i i get the i get the impulse to say well if we take away guns that at least helps right um but i i just am drawn back that that's just a distraction um and a band-aid to where people are are at in their hearts and i I didn't expect to solve it but I, i just like talking about i mean guns is always fun but um, when you say, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, mm. I, I don't, well, I, th- going. I, I kind of look at this a different way in that Do I you could, want a gun. I could care less about the guns. If I had a gun, I'd be worried that my kids would somehow get a exactly. hold of it. That I, that I don't want to happen. But, um, I mean, that's a natural fear. If you owned a gun, like you'd want to lock it up, and and then for, uh, well. Also teaching, for forget about that. Yeah, it's a tool. Yeah. You teach them about other tools. But let's so whole so on the on the home front of San Bernardino and 
and 14 people being killed by two people or three people, um, people being killed by guns every day, I believe, in this country. We've, and, got, we've averaged over one mass or mass murder, mass gun murder. But the day. mass, but the the word mass over four. is is just an adjective used. I think to it blow takes into account. Up. It takes into account Oakland, Chicago, all all the gangs that nobody. I mean, if <gasps> if we reported what actually goes on in in the lower class communities. And the, the ghettos, we, we already have war zones in our country, and I feel like Actually, that just gets. I mean, ignored. we had yeah, a mass murder. We had a mass murder in San Clemente. Or yeah, San Clemente. When I first moved to uh, Capo, the uh, a, a man, um, I don't know if he was having some difficulty financially, and just he shot his entire family mm-hmm. and himself. I think it was five people dead. Nothing, you yeah, know. That, 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 as far as I'm that. concerned, that's a mass. No, the, but the statistics Some, don't take don't even take that into account. That those no, are just gun deaths. The the statistics don't take into that. account the ones where people leave and they go out and shoot people outside of the, a domestic situation. But we act like we act like people have some compass uh, in our broken world that is gonna that we just believe that people wouldn't do that, and then when they do, that we freak out and say there's mass murders and here's all the statistics. Uh, statistics it's for a tough drunk word. the last 20 years <laughs> <laughs> statistics <clears throat> for the last 20 years and look how you know it's or even this year from month to month or, or year to year I can't remember it's probably it was a year to year statistic that I saw uh, yesterday and and it shows it you know it looks like it's increasing but really I mean if you if you looked and took in all the possible statistics that you you know you kind of uh, talked about, Zach. The populations where we don't hear any murder um, statistics because it's almost like that's what those people do, right? That's the implication, right? And back to this, it we're like it's not normal to for that to happen. They but, kill white people, <laughs> but that, that, that's that's the thing. It shouldn't it shouldn't be normal. This shouldn't be... This has become our normal. Has it? I don't think yeah. so. I, I think, don't think so, because that's... I, it, I don't think anything's ever that changed. That, 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 we, sounds we like, that sounds like more of... If you're going to say that, oh, the right is doing this, and they're doing I, the fear-mongering, whatever, that I'm sounds like... I'm not saying like, the right's doing the... the or or the a, NRA, or whatever. I'm not saying the NRA. That, I'm saying this sounds like the less, the less a, attempt at... The opposite to promote gun control. That this has become the norm. Because you, uh, I heard a there's a BBC clip about oh just another day in America where yeah. where a person shoots a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. It, that just that sounds like the opposite. So if if we're if you're talking about not you were a Republican and you felt like the party moved away from you for a certain reason, I. You know, I, I, I kind of feel like that too, where I can't really identify with being with being Republican because of how Republicans are acting what they say. But at the same time I think the 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 scale or the 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 you know, how you fall on this line jumping over to the other side to the left, 
they they they, they do the same they do but the same I, types that, of things to promote their own agenda. You're, you're, absolutely, that would be you're absolutely right. So I think I think tying it in, I, I mean just let's just just talk about what's real and not you know if 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 that if that's the norm yeah, in America that's maybe. Probably, that's what we would I all don't just, know. That's what we would all probably but agree with. If we right. could just get to that, because you that sounds more like a left talking point. I, you can't. You can't have a conversation. Like the NRA used to be in favor of increasing background checks, and that is gone. So in any mention of, we're not going to take away guns, but maybe we could think about how it could be a little bit stricter on how you get a gun. Um, that you can't have that conversation at all. It's well, it's all or nothing. And I I'm yeah. not I'm an NRA member, somewhat reluctantly. I'm a gun owner. This might as well just cancel that membership. I'm I'm, I'm a gun <laughs> owner proudly. For you after this, I'm, basically it's based on their how. It's based on their fear mongering. I don't. I wish I don't have a problem with what they are supposed to be doing. Um, but it is just a powerful lobbying group. They're, that they're, their stated purpose isn't terrible. No. But the what their actions yeah. are terrible. But see, we're not allowed to have this conversation. It, it's it's like it's, it's all or nothing. And you have right. to be angry about it. You think, so um, yeah. the the thing that they it's been there was different podcasts. I don't remember oh. the, the number of doctors that were in Shout front of uh, Congress the same day as the San Bernardino gotcha. shootings. But they went in there and they were saying, Look, we're it was a, a large group of pediatricians that were saying we need to fund the research on on gun violence because we have a lot of kids dying from guns. Uh. And how do we better protect our children from accidental gun deaths? And we are not allowed, literally, the federal government, government, with all the shit that we're able to fund, we are not allowed to fund research on gun violence because of the NRA. Wait, that doesn't doesn't make sense. Because... Of course, it doesn't make sense. You, I, I, I mean, there, there are Scott. People, we're using common sense tonight. There are people that can. <laughs> there, there are people that can go out and do yeah. this type of research without the government. Yeah, you can have the it. CDC, which is the primary point right. for all, is not allowed to research this information yeah, there, you with government private. funding. It's obvious, though, right? But why do you? All of it's obvious. I have a, I have a real. Sort of on the same topic, but a little to get a little bit away from guns. Zach, your mom knew some of the people that were there at the oh, shooting. So, yeah. So I haven't talked to her since. Yeah. Uh, but were those people okay, or were there people wounded or killed? I I, I didn't I, I haven't heard from her. I don't know yet. That's something. It's all pretty fresh, and I don't think she knows. But she was just asking for prayer, and and uh, so yeah, that is brutal. So I don't know. I don't, we can't really put a bow on guns. No, I mean, you it's can't. Just, it's just something that uh, you could put a, a physical bow on a gun. In a perfect you can. world, and like a Lexus, and you, instead of Lexus for Christmas, you get a Audi. <laughs> okay, do we want to? You want to go back to conspiracy theories? No, yes. no. There was a training exercise. No. Why don't we make this there another was a training wait, exercise? Wait, 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 how do we make this another podcast? How do we explain it? Was there was there how training about we, exercise? Let's point audience member. Check out No Agenda. It's a great political show, media deconstruction, and they they go into a lot of stuff that's 
borders on quackery, although I don't think it is, but it's fun. That's not our podcast. That was a very good endorsement of the show. I believe it, but I kind of don't. Going back to also this podcast, not this show. There's a uh, stone enjoy by being consumed and an Inkasi Dawn of the Red. Yeah, and I am dry, so I'm going to find something else. But let's let's circle back to terrorism because the terrorist attack is what spawned us. Should we pray for them? Uh, yeah, we Prayer should. Prayer's not enough. Pray for the terrorists. But the reaction... So pray right for now. your enemies. Yeah. Well, the, they're dead. The... Uh, Dan Carlin, have you heard of Dan, Dan Carlin? He has a yeah. couple great podcasts. Is that George's brother? Yeah, it's, Hardcore it's History son. and uh, Common Sense. It's good. It is good. He was talking about terrorism, how he want, he likes the idea of when there's a terrorist attack, we, we have to enact legislation, or we should, where you can't make any decisions like right after the fact because the call for just do something is so strong. Yeah. You, and, and fighting terrorism, which in my opinion is not really a, a winnable war unless you're going to exterminate people. No, it, it, it actually turns into more terrorists. Yeah. You're creating terror cells so, because all you're doing is pissing well, off. Well, that's getting like into, into the military in? industrial complex and just yeah. keeping the cycle going. Right. And money going. NRA, NRA is down with that. No. <laughs> But yeah, that's, like that's one place where we can probably find some uh, some common ground is on the yeah. military industrial complex. Are we are we sure that doing nothing though would stop? No, 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 just, absolutely I'm not. Just doing everything and nothing will change. His point was moving nothing. moving to a man. Like, do we just try to figure out how we manage it? Moving to a man because do you, do, you, do you continue to bomb the shit out of these people until you, all you're doing is. Creating generations of people who, that the only thing they know is violence. Yeah, I mean, literally, they, these we, there we are, there is now an entire games, generation so. of Iraqis that know nothing but violence. Actually, and, there's a few <laughs> generations. Well, I mean, we have. Yeah, I I'm think, saying there's there's now. Well, huh. I think we'd have to say that probably the generation just prior knew of violence because of the because Saddam. Not to say that but what America did was right or whatever, but. Just again, they, they just again, the good old days. I think just again, you know, if we're going to balance, I mean, that just sounds like a left talking point against the Bush War. That's all I'm saying. Well, they it you turns it, the Bush it War. turns out it Why turns out they, they were well, he started. They were probably right, but that, that's that's the interesting thing is is going from Bush to Obama and how things just kind of continued. I used yeah. to believe that, you know, Bush would be awesome and then Obama would be terrible but it turns out that the actual change in how things actually play out is not very subtle it just kind of grows the the machine grows yeah yep. if you look at you know that's that's the biggest reason why I've shifted to what can we actually do and it's it's depressing you look it's at, a, politically i mean you try to maintain a perspective an internal perspective and know that this we just have this little snapshot in history as as believers and and uh and it's also the the broad picture is actually it's a safer world than it has been for much of history, um, outside of these terrible things. But the media doesn't help that because right. it, it gets everything's blown well, up. Well, it's not just the media. No I mean, one, one of the, we'd like to blame just the media, but we also there are a lot of for profit institutions out there making a lot of money off of fear, um, alarm companies. How many of us really need 
an alarm system that in South Orange County with cameras and it locks down at this time and it, it does all these advanced but but you can afford it I mean right come on but so all this <laughs> plus is all, if someone sees <laughs> a black person in the neighborhood I mean <laughs> whoa where do you come from <laughs> yeah, that's, we do have it quite better than most people but, but it's probably thing. probably right to some but we some, play some. but and and there are as as much as I hate I, I come from the online marketing industry. I've dealt with a lot of Where these. Sales is important. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I hate the to people's talk, whatever they need to hear. But that's what it is. I used to refer. I used to say when people would ask me what I do for a living, I would cynically tell them I sell shit to morons on the internet. Jeff, you do a good job. <laughs> this moment brought to you by porn. <laughs> <laughs> I never sold porn. Not real. <laughs> what are you no. doing? Oh, you're chafing in the ass. <laughs> KY. <What? laughs> He's got crotch gene chafing. <laughs> the weather is 72 degrees, partly cloudy. It's going to be 72 degrees and partly cloudy for the next six months. I'm this guessing this pizza? part's going to be edited out. Yeah, sure. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it depends. <laughs> Let this go. So, like, mass murders, take the mass out. Terrorists, they're killers. Let's take terrorists out. Then the media have nothing to run with, and they don't get to draw, drive fear. Well, that's in the not, I mean, you could look at. I mean, the word terrorist is a ridiculous word. It's a it's a blown up word for. Why do you say blown? It's a you're blowing up the mm-hmm. word murder or kill into. Well, the, terrorism. The definition of terrorism is a is a. Is violence or threat of violence with the intent to change something in a change something politically Soci- or society. yeah societally so you you are attempting to make a societal or political change so it's not just violence for the sake of violence it's not a domestic violence it's not personal it is violence with the intent to modify yeah. a, a the, view the, the behavior or modify the behavior of a society. Oh, yeah. it ca- it causes that change. So we yeah. are the greatest terrorists on the planet in history. Maybe we not. changed Jap. We changed Japan. I, well, well, they weren't going to no. significantly. I, I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about in history. What was our purpose of dropping well, the bomb? Well, no, no. I, to, I just to get them to stop. No, I think that what we did was significant. and make change. We crushed a country. But that, but that doesn't mean yes, that, that would be terrorism. Doesn't mean whether we were the well, worst in history. Go ask the Chinese. We're the worst in history. No. What they think of no. the Japanese? No, Still. Genghis Khan. I think you can make a great case. What did they yeah, yeah Genghis, Genghis Khan, Khan being was a bad a, mother. Um, Better watched. terrorist than us. Expedition Anybody know about show? it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, worldly, does everybody know about Genghis Khan? And I think actually, a lot of people oh, know yeah, about Genghis Khan. Yeah, because yeah. you can of trace us, his lineage I, back to almost everybody. I seriously doubt if you talk yeah. about dropping what the bombs, that is a yeah. a much more well-known moment in time. But people no. look at it as mm-hmm. in this world. Well, as, I mean, as freedom, those, those are freedom exchange bombs. Exchange of information. There's maybe sure. But. <laughs> okay, Genghis Khan. It won't even be on ninety percent of people's radar in the twenties. The people who are in their twenties and thirties. Guaranteed. That, that, that doesn't change the fact of him affecting fact. more people though in his lifetime well, let me, than America. Let me That's let me true. say that it, it, 
that's kind of illustrates the problem. Like people don't know this stuff, and it it kind of ties into. Are you saying people are ignorant, Jack? People are ignorant, including My myself in idiots. a lot of ways. <laughs> but the entire like mainstream Christian Christian America thinks the Bible is about America now. Yeah. And, yes. And so, and so then I know I'm changing the subject, but it uh, it causes you to read the Bible terribly and and uh, and these people are have the ear of politicians like you got all the Republicans yeah. out there trying to tap into these voters they have to say they believe in God they have to be the better Christian even Donald Trump is trying to be a Christian <laughs> his favorite books are the one he wrote and the Bible yeah <laughs> and and, it's, and in that order, it's fun to laugh yes. about, but it's it's sad that they have to. I I don't believe any of them. They have to believe in God. No, and they they the Republican Party co opted evangelical Christians at some point. Yeah, and it, yeah, that's this is another great this is another good podcast. But the the point is how people look at things narcissistically, like it's about us, and so they forget the history. They think. The uh, Franklin Grahams and the Greg Lorries think that the terrorism is all pointing to Armageddon, um, and that the Bible t- talks about this. Where overall, it's safer now worldwide than it's ever been, or at least in in uh, in a long, long time. Um, imagine being a Jew in Jerusalem in eighty seventy, or should I say, C E. Or <laughs> Jeff's birth year? Yes, seventy-seven. <laughs> when the temple gets destroyed and Jews are being exterminated, and this is coming on the heels of Jesus saying, "Within this generation, these things that all this stuff is going to happen." I know I'm butchering this passage, but we lose that perspective of what it was, how they talked about it back then. And obviously, Scott. I know Scott is just. Are you becoming a, peder- a a pederist? A pederist. That sounds dirty. Pederast. <laughs> No, I don't classify myself as a preterist, but I will say that American Christianity does look, does translate everything into it's all about us, and so you see these world events, these terrorist attacks, and it turns into um, something clever that I just forgot. Well, Bill Maher did a, and and this is, look, I, I I'm not I'm not liberal enough to agree with most of what Bill Maher says, but. You said Bill Maher. I did say yeah, Bill Maher. I start. I, I, I use his name in in, uh, in in conversation. He's a really interesting guy. Every once in a while, a lot of times he pisses me off. Yeah, and then every once in a while, I'll be like, "Remember, right on. So remember, he, he's a he comedian, a, and it's for entertainment. Yeah. So he's he making a, a lot of money. He has doing a great that. Like presidents. He has a great piece on there about Jesus, and he's an atheist, but he's got nice Jesus dude. and laissez-faire Jesus. So if you walk through. This is what Jesus said, and it's very matter of fact, and it's what Jesus said, and what the Repub- what the current conservative movement would have you think that's laissez faire Jesus, mm-hmm. and he goes through these parallels. You have to you you listen to it. If you listen to it with an open mind, yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. What this new laissez faire Jesus is, what the way that the the current American evangelical movement projects Jesus as, it's not that's not the Jesus that's represented in the Bible. He just doesn't exist. And it's like anti-terrorism Jesus. 
the one that tell, tells us go protect your sheep. Well, let's go back to the to the, totally the operative context. piece of the, that 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 uh, passage is I am sending you be wary. I'm sending you like like sheep among wolves. Okay, operative word is sending. I'm putting you out there with them. Don't be afraid of them. Just you know, be wary. But I'm still gonna send you out there. You better go out there with the wolves. And now we're afraid to even allow a few people into our country who could potentially be a wolf. So we're just a whole bunch of freaking sheep. Yeah. Yeah. You well, can say the word. So I, I, and not having heard what Bill Maher said, I think I'm still comfortable with saying, are we really sure we want to take Bill Maher's interpretation of the Bible no, and what no, Jesus said. No, and, but, but and, what I'm saying is besides the point. And pit no, that against and, and pit that quiet this. Uh, pit that against whatever else anyone else is saying because whatever he's saying is no more valid than what Republicans or Democrats or whoever else is saying. Uh, first of all, that's not talking about terrorists and blowing people up in the Bible. It's more talking about uh, doctrine. And the Jewish influence. So, so I think I, I, I mean, just that, just that correlation itself would make me question what Bill Maher said and make well, me, but not you, want to trust you, him at all. With, no, what the Bible do, do, do you disagree that that mainstream, at least how it's portrayed? I should probably say because most Christians you talk to are they're not, even though they probably mostly watch Fox News and they're politically involved and they feel like they need to be a part of the political process, when you actually talk to them personally, you realize that the labels don't apply as closely as the media would have you believe. So just the idea, what he's contrasting, Bill Maher, I think, and I, I didn't see it either, but it's... I'll, I'll send it to you guys afterwards. It's, uh, it's, I'm not going to watch And people can Google it. <laughs> I'll watch it. But, but the difference between... I mean, you know, Scott, how much, how off mainstream Christianity can be in in the the conclusions that are jumped to politically, and and how we we mold God and in, into our image, basically. At I, least that's that's how I feel. Yeah. Things go mainstream wise a lot of the time. Obviously, this, these are broad brushes, and they don't apply to everyone, and they don't actually apply to most people you actually talk to. But it's it's maybe it's a media thing. I, I, I'm just maybe I'm just combat combating. I don't know if combating is the right word, but just the pendulum shift to the extreme opposite is what I would be worried about. Yeah. I think we've talked about that before. Pointing to Zach, is that is that going from one thing to the other is can be kind of easy because but because it just it might make sense I, at I, some I, level. But that's not where. I, I, and I think that's where I misunderstood and where this whole – because I don't agree with where the right has gone, I it's assumed that I've become this uber-liberal. And yeah. – yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> We're but not going to shoot it. I was joking about that stuff. <laughs> but in this current election, no, as, I look, as right. I look at things, I – Is Ross Perot still alive? Uh, his son is for sure. Uh, Rich, Rich for him. I want Ross. Rick Ross, yeah. I want his son. I want Ross. 
No, and, and I'm not I'm not trying to say that, but it just sounds like that's talking about. And I'm not trying to defend Republicanism. I just both both to me are just out there. Well, I think politics has become a cartoon. Logic. It is. It's become a cartoon. That's why Donald Trump is is leading in the polls for the Republicans right now. He, if you really take a step back, he is a comic book villain. Well, it's because he doesn't care, and people are so used to people saying fake things that that's that's why they're drawn to Bernie Sanders too. That what's why he has some heat is that he just he's like, I'm a socialist, and sixty percent of the people don't have enough things that ninety percent of the people won't give them. (laughs) That was a terrible impression. I'm sorry. It was. You get that Boston accent (laughs) down. The guys. I had my hands up though. He's always like, "You gotta mess up your hair a little bit more yeah. too." Bit oversized suit. Yeah. That was Ron Paul's problem. His suit was so big. I love Ron Paul, <laughs> but his suit was always way too big for him, and he's kind of an old guy hunched over. And that's it. Donald Trump. He has no excuse. His suits look like shit on him. And well, he's had them since got the eighties. Ten so. billion dollars. But he doesn't care, and that's I clearly. think his deal. Cares more about his hair, which probably doesn't. No, he clearly either. doesn't care about his hair. Well, he does, but in the wrong ways. So can we fix? About <laughs> right. so that. Here. How do we fix things? <laughs> Not politically, but but like terrorism. If you had as much money just, and power as the right. IRA, what would you do? Go. Can I have superpowers? Yes. They, like, yeah. Like the NRA. Go. Superpowers. I, I want. I want uh, Nightcrawler's ability to teleport through things, mm-hmm. and from what I understand, he teleports through hell. Yes, I'm a comic book geek as well, and so you would. Now is this an eternal hell or a temporary? No, like purgatory hell. So you you get the you get all the bad you get the Cope brothers and you get. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that one out there. Um, uh, Wrong podcast. Dirty lefty. <laughs> I don't even know what your question was. Because you're texting. I'm Facebooking. I'm Facebooking. I don't even know how to do this. It takes concentration. I'm adding friends. How do we fix it? Captain ADD over here. Look, shiny. Shiny. Fix terrorism. Beer, 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 (laughs) beer. That would solve terrorism. That that would work. (laughs) If everybody did drink and mellow out, it it might. uh... Jeff, how do we fix terrorism? Bacon, beer. Take the word terrorism out. Good job, Scott. <laughs> How do we... Do I get the same question? Yeah. You get the last word, Scott. Man. Buy more guns. Americans. <laughs> People. It'd have to be Five words. Boom. Boom. Why'd you put an A in the front of Americans? Oh. It's American. <laughs> You, I thought that's what I said. No, you, you got the A there. You, oh. That was a very clear A. Killing, killing has been happening for eternity. So it's all uh, good then. No, well, not eternity. eternity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, eternity well, passes. That doesn't make sense, Jeff. Yeah, I mean. You can't be killing. There weren't people in eternity all right, Do you know what I'm talking about, no, though? No, because eternity the passed. angels killed exist. a bunch of people? People right. didn't exist in eternity past. Go. Oh, I... I have a, Actually, I have a no, How about the last podcast. hundred years? Hundred years. Five hundred years. Okay, I agree. A thousand years. Right, I agree. Five thousand years. Yes. Since the Good fall grief. of man. And this is ridiculous. Five thousand years is an eternity. Okay, though. Charlie Brown. We are children. It's making the point that oh, people have been. Ki- oh my gosh. Oh, go 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 go! You're, the a, angels. you're a word terrorist. <laughs> I don't. Oh, 
Killing's been going on for an eternity. All right, thanks, Jeff. And for it this de- reason, Ephesians 3, Refugees. 14, for this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, and according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth. Deep in life. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So, okay, I guess I should finish that prayer. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. We have a tendency to ask for protection in specific things or ask God to give us specific things. And I don't think that's wrong per se, but it strikes me that Paul, a lot of the times, is just at praying for wisdom and thanksgiving and and discernment through, did I say wisdom? And wisdom through what they're going through, not to, to remove it or, or to fix it. And so through all this shit that, that happens, uh, I don't know, there's my bow. Think about it. Jeff is steaming. You, yeah. Let him finish what he was going to say. Okay, well, go ahead. Well, just to respond, Tim Keller actually has a, a really good book on that. But you're so, a liberal. Well, how do you listen to Tim Keller? I know. How can I possibly be a Christian as well? It's oh, my. God, I used to think book. that. It's embarrassing thinking. I used to think like. I did how too. Can I, do it, I know. I did the same thing. But Tim, he wrote a tremendous book. Paul never prayed for anything, for relief from anything. Paul Paul only prayed that we that he could know God better, and that they would that people would know God better. That was his only prayer. Give us the strength. Can I I know you better? And I want you. I want my people to know God better. That's it. That's what he prayed. Yeah. He didn't pray. Make them feel better. Make me feel better. Help me. Help me get out of prison. Give me this. Give me that. No protection. No. Let me know you better. Yeah, here I here I am. I'm in prison. Okay, I'm gonna convert the guards. You're a word terrorist. <laughs>